that the enemy decided to try to take a position with God. See, warfare began there. And so we, I know people like to say, well, this is the time and the season that we're in the middle of war. No, we're in the middle of war. We've been in warfare. But what we must do is and is get a hold of how we go to battle. And so I, I got some stuff that I got to share. Um, the topic tonight is addressing and inspecting the truth before battle. And uh, I was listening to this for a while, just hearing God and the man of God was touching on it. We both were uh, in the same vein, the same week that uh, he had his... Uh, um, he was not feeling so good and I wasn't sure if he was going to uh, be able to minister that night, but the Lord had already given me a, a word. And when we compared notes, we saw that the word was very similar in what we had to share. And so I thought that was the end of that, but the Lord just dove me deeper into what he had given me and, uh, made me to, uh, recognize this, this, this piece here as leaders, he said to me, we must be positioning others for warfare. We've always been in warfare, but we must position people for warfare and everybody's not prepared, ready, or want to go to battle. That this is something that the church, we have to come to this realization that, you know, everybody that's, and, and the Lord told me this, go to church, ain't in ministry. There's a difference between going to church and being in ministry. And the two go together. We have people who go to church, and then we have people who do ministry that go to that church. And that's where we have to learn how to position people because sometimes we put people in the battlefield that go to church. Now, let me let me say this. There is nothing wrong with going to church. There is nothing wrong with people going to church. That is a necessity. That is the word of God. He says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves as such have done. That is the word of God. We are supposed to come together in the body of Christ. We're supposed to come to church together. Now, this is the word. But in the midst of all of that, we have warriors within the ministry. We have warriors within the church that do ministry. And we have to determine and distinguish between the two. And this is the part that sometimes we as leaders, we think every available body is a warrior. We think every available person is a warrior. We think every available person must be put into battle. And the word of God is showing me that everybody that attends church is not equipped for battle. Even in the natural, you know, you have soldiers, you can put a rifle in their hand. That don't mean anything. You can put a weapon in the hand, but 
it doesn't mean that they're going to be a warrior. Um, and the, and I, when we get into the scripture, it's going to distinguish with us who we ought to take in the battle. Um, even in the street life, you know, if you go, if you take it to the street, it's the same thing. Every person in the game, <laughs> they not the one. You know, some people in the gang are the runners. They I mean, they just, all they do is go for everybody else that's doing the work, you know. But in, 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 at the end of the day, when they get down to, you know, toe to toe, you got that selective few that, that, that would go to toe to toe. And uh, in the body of Christ, in the spiritual realm of things, in the when it comes down to uh, when we when we look at our church as a whole, we can't assume that everybody in church is geared, ready, prepared, and wanting to go to battle. So let's just dive into the scripture because none of y'all believe nothing I'm saying until I get scripture. So let's just go ahead and get in the word. Uh, because we all know that the word of God cannot lie and will not lie. So Deuteronomy, let's go to Deuteronomy. And uh, don't worry, y'all, it's coming soon after I get done. You all will get the scriptures. You can go back and you can uh, read over and uh, study for your own selves after the fact. Um, Deuteronomy 20. And we're going to start with the first verse. Don't forget to tag and share the word of God with someone today. This is good for every ministry. This is good for every person, uh, every church, every believer. You can hear this word here today and, and benefit from it. And let me say this again. There is no slight to anyone who, who finds themselves in the position where you, you might recognize I, I'm not a warrior or I, I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not prepared and I might not even want to. So if you recognize it, don't. That's not a slight to you. You are part of the body of Christ. That's all. That's the requirement. But when it comes down to ministry, see, ministry is about progress and doing something in a forward motion. You know, ministry means that I'm giving of self, of giving. You know, there's something that I'm taking from me to give to somebody else, and in church. It doesn't require that coming to church doesn't require me to give anything of myself. I come to receive for the most part. When I come to church, I come to hear a word. I come to be inspired. I come to be, you know, uh, encouraged. I come to, but, but in the case of those who come, not just for that, but we have been called to ministry. We've been called to battle. We've been called to warfare. We hear it and we answer and we move forward. It's a little more than just coming to church because see, it doesn't start or stop with coming to church. Some people that our movement starts and stop at church. I'm not mad, but it identifies us. And so Deuteronomy helps us to do this. Go. Verse one says, when you go out to fight, now this is, <laughs> this is the position we're setting up. Listen to the words. When you go out to fight your enemies and you face horses and chariots and an army greater than your own. That sounds like my enemy looks big, right? He says, do not be afraid. The Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt is with you. 
Verse two is key verse. When you prepare for battle, see, this is a key thing. The priest, all the priests raise your hand. The priest must come forward to speak to the troops. It says here, you will say to them, listen to me, all you men of Israel. Do not be afraid as you go out to fight your enemy today. Do not lose heart or panic or tremble before them. For the Lord your God is going what? With you. He will fight for you against your enemies and he will give you victory. Now, all of this is said right here. It says uh, in verse two, the first Five words is when you prepare for battle, mm-hmm. not when you prepare to go to church. Mm-hmm. See, when you prepare to go to church, we come to worship. We come, you know, some people say we go on to what? See, some of us could go to church. We come to be inspired and, and, and lifted and encouraged. And, 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 and we come to, to hear the songs of Zion. And, and all of that is absolutely wonderful. And all of that is absolutely necessary. But before and after that, before, during, and after that, there is ministry. And there lies the battle. You know, sometimes we find ourselves battling in church, but that's not where we're supposed to be. We ain't supposed to be battling. Church is supposed to be just like a, 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 a time of healing and, 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 and encouragement and, 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 and lifting and exalting. And then we find ourselves with ministry where you go to war. And sometimes that does happen in church. Sometimes, you, you know, there's a casting out and there's, there's, there's rebuke, there's reproof and, and all of that. But then we, we have to distinguish between churchgoers and warriors. And here he's saying the priest is to announce to the people, to the troops, that their enemy is big. Like what's up? What we're up against is huge, and that's another thing we as believers got to stop acting like. We got to stop like stop acting like God's enemy <laughs> is small. I mean, our enemy is small, and and God's enemy is well, our enemy is big, and God's enemy is small. God's enemy is small, but our enemy is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To us, it is a great battle. To God, is nothing, but to us, it is a lot. Yeah. And, but sometimes we as believers, we get a little, we get it a little mixed up. We get God power mixed up with ours. This is a little bit different here. It's a little different. You know, sometimes, and that's how we get messed up. That's how the enemy end up uh, treating some of us like the sons of Sceva. Get tearing our tail up because, see, we start thinking we walking in our own power, our own authority, our own anointing, our own, you know, my anointing, my this, my that. We, we forgot that we're a conduit. We forgot that we are only the the uh, the, the thing that in which the power of God runs through. Yeah. It is not by our might, nor by our power. By what? By the Spirit of the Lord. Yeah. See, it tells us really clearly. Don't get it confused. It is not your great thing. You know, you you not some. You know, I don't know. I've heard a lot of things. I've heard. You know, I'm 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 a I'm a this. I'm a that. I'm a. You know, I've heard people call themselves all kinds of things. But all you are is simply a child of God. And if your big daddy didn't show up on the scene, that devil would tear your tail asunder. Every day, all day, even especially on Sundays, he would tear you a good one. But, you know, when it comes down to warring and warfare and, 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 and soldiers, 
my, my point today is that we have to distinguish between warriors and support team. We're going, to, we're going to do that today. So the priest, we got to tell the people what? We got to encourage them. That's what this looks like here. Verse 2 looks like we must come forward to speak to the truth. I'm talking to the church, right? I'm talking to the church. Tell the people what? Uh, listen to me, all you men of, all you men. He didn't say some, all you men of Israel. Do not be afraid as you go out to fight your enemies today. Do not lose heart or panic or tremble before them for the Lord, your God is going with you. He will fight for you against your enemies and he will give you. See, he's not saying that anything other than victory is yours. The battle is won for us. So he's telling us, don't panic. Don't let your enemy look so big to you that you get afraid. You become intimidated. You back off. He's saying, don't, don't let that happen. Push forward and, and know that I've already given you this victory. He said, but I think that this is what happens. Many times we have gone to battle with everyone. We go to battle with everyone. We mix the church people with the ministry people. And sometimes this is how you find people who fall along the wayside. They were never meant for the battle. They were never meant for the fight. They, they went to church, they go to church, and they were supposed to go to church, but they wasn't meant for the warfare. So when the battle got started and the battle got going, they were, they were slain, they were injured, they were knocked out of the fight. And some people got knocked out so bad because we put them in a position or a place, or they put themselves in a position to place thinking that they were something that they weren't, or they weren't prepared like they thought. Because some people stand on other people's shadow. And think because you standing in the shadow that I cast that you somehow are me or you somehow are somebody else. Yeah, yeah. You're only in the shadow of somebody. You can't possess someone's shadow. <laughs> if you don't have a prayer life, if you don't know the word of God when it rises, standing in my shadow or standing in the man of God's shadow is not going to help you none. You got to have a word from your belt to be able to speak to a situation and be in battle. If you say, well, Reverend Powell, he sure is a spiritual warrior. That's Reverend Powell. That's his faith in God. What you need is you need to have your faith. In, what is your faith in God? As a warrior, like what is your dependence on God as a warrior? I, I, I say sometimes people ask me to pray for them and that's a wonderful thing, but you need to be in the place with God where if no one showed up, do you know the word of prayer? Can you call on the name of Jesus? Like sometime in the middle of the night, I say, Lord, touch me right here. Touch me right yeah, on my body. I wake up, Rem Powell, Rem Powell, Rem Powell, can you pray? No. <laughs> and he know if he try to wake me, that's gonna be some issue. That you know, he might be a minute trying to wake you know. And then by the time I get him coherent <laughs> to explain what I might need him to pray about, see, I could be in a situation. You know, this is the thing we've got to be able to identify ourselves. We have to learn the word of prayer for ourselves. And here the, uh, the, the, the word uh, came to me in this thing that, baby, we, we have taken everyone into war. Yeah. We've taken everybody into battle. Mm -hmm. 
and and some people weren't equipped and some people weren't prepared and guess what and some people didn't even want to go they didn't want to go to battle and so therefore what what does that do to the army in which you're fighting the army that you're in where you have unprepared not supposed to and unwilling on your team you have a, a army that is about to be defeated they're not going to win the battle. So you got to do what this, the scripture said here. Now we're going to be here long because I tell you, these scriptures were quick and fast for me. Go to verse five. Because there's a part, a second part of this. You know, the, the first part is the man of God, the, 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 the priest calls it forward. He speaks to the, to the troops. He's talking to the warriors. Okay, everybody, this is what we are. We're going to go into battle. Now you're talking to the warriors. We're going to go into battle. This is, this is what we're going to do. But when we go, we don't have any reason to be afraid. Why? God is with us. Yeah, yeah. The battle is ours. The, we're, we've won this. We just have to go forward. Mm-hmm. Then turns around and, and verse 5 says, then the officers, this is now those who work and labor with the man of God. This is leadership. Yeah. Now here leadership, this is your time to chime in. When the officers of the army must address the troop, verse five says that and say, has anyone here just built a new house, but not yet dedicated it? He says, if so, you may go home. You might be killed in battle and someone else might dedicate your house. And verse six says, has anyone here just planted a vineyard, but not yet eaten of its fruit? He says, if so, you may go home. You might die in battle and someone else might eat the first fruits. And verse seven says, and has anyone here just became engaged to a woman, but not yet married her? He says, well, you may go home and get married because you might die in the battle and someone else would marry her. When I read those passages of scriptures right there, it sounds like to me, like a lot of times we have been trying to make people go to war that didn't want to go to war. Yeah. It sounds like to me that anyone who might have an excuse is excused with a reason not to do something. But in actuality, we ought to be able to give them a pass and say, you are, you are free to go. And we should be okay with that because in the first passage of scripture, God didn't promise us the victory based on how many people we had with us. He just said that we was going to war and the victory was ours. He told the the preachers and the leaders, uh, the the, the priests to tell the people that, and, and, and nothing gets more scarier than when you were in a fight and you had a big old group with you and then it dwindled down. Yeah. me like a lot of times we have been trying to make people go to war that didn't want to go to war it sounds like to me that anytime it's doing them down you and nobody (laughs) you and three okay so now your enemy looks greater 
And God told him, even in that instance, before he even put the criteria out there, God already told him the victory is yours. This has nothing to do with how many people are with you. It just has everything to do with who's with you. The mindset of those that are with you. It has absolutely nothing to do with the number of people. But sometimes we get caught up in that. Don't we church people? Don't we get caught up? If the numbers ain't big, we think we're not going to be able to do something. But it has nothing to do with that when it comes down to spiritual warfare. Because there's only one big God. And it doesn't matter who and it doesn't matter how many of us are in the fight. Because the God that is on our side is the winner. He's the one that's making the battle one. So it doesn't matter if it's one or one million. God will get the glory and the victory if he tells you it's yours. This is good stuff. I'm trying to tell you. And so many times we have tried to pack the, the pews or pack the, the, the fight, the, the, you know, trying to make sure we got enough people to do something. And that, that's not even it. Not for warfare. Not to come against the enemy's camp. It doesn't matter about the number of people that stand with you. Because I know we have, we have done that. We said, how many standing with us? Well, you know, everybody, everybody going to stand and nobody want to be called out like they wasn't standing, you know. So we got the truth and the lie standing. <laughs> we got the tr- truth tellers and the liars standing. Because at the end, it showed who was standing. But at the end of the day, it was never about who was standing uh, as, as to whether or not how many. But it was about heart. Yeah. It was about who was standing that had the heart. The warrior is not about the might, because he already told us it's not by might, it's not by power, but what? By the Spirit of the Lord. Who is leaning and depending on the Spirit of the Lord? You could take a 90 pound buck any day, but if he's leaning and depending on God, you better watch out. He's a mighty warrior. So this is like, this is, this, this right here just got me happy all in my own self. I said, because, you know, too many times we're waiting on the crowd to, to push forward when it comes down to warfare and breaking up foul ground. When in actuality, all we need to do is take all the excuses, all the ones with an excuse. No, no, no shade to you. No issue. If you got things and it could be valid, it could be valid and it could be good and it could be true. But because it is an excuse and will pull you from the fight, you're excused. Because God's going to get the glory in the ones who want to be or need to be in the fight. The ones who have the heart to be there. There, You know, you ever had a place or something that you was going to do and no matter what, there was no excuse that was going to stop you from doing that? Like, I mean, we we would wake up and say, we're going to go to the amusement park. Let's say we're going to do, you know, uh, Coney Island trip. Like my mom would take us to Coney Island. There was nothing she could tell us to stop us from going to Coney Island. There was no anything outside of the, the, uh, the, the um, Coney Island fell off into the sea would have been a good enough excuse. And even then, show us. We need to see. <laughs> take us there and let us examine it for ourselves. Yeah, I want to see. Is, is there one ride left? <laughs> Basically, anything we want to do, yeah, there you go. Come on. anything we want to do, 
There, there is no excuse that stops us. There is, we don't have an excuse. There's nothing that, that ever sits before that thing. Mm. Gee. Let Reverend Powell want a ribeye. He'll brave the storm. And, 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 and I'll say, well, it's dark outside. I got light. <laughs> <laughs> but what about, you know, he doesn't like snakes. You know, what about snakes? I put snake away the other day. Oh, <laughs> he, he, he takes no excuse and then on the day when there might be something he might not necessarily have a heart to do I'll say something he'll go well it's, it's this immediately I know that it might not be in his heart to do right there because when someone and, and I didn't throw my husband they didn't throw you in the okay it's okay it's okay it's alright I love you yeah. give me something okay <laughs> fact of the matter is here in this passage of scripture in verse starting with verse five and, and ending with, uh, what's this verse, uh, seven, he didn't give no slight to them. He didn't throw no shade to them. He gave them what they wanted. He even, and, and even if they had said, well, I do want to go to war. He say, because, because once we get into battle, I don't need you on the field wondering, wondering, you know, what, what, what about, what about my, my, uh, my land? What, what, what about my, 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 my fiance? <laughs> you know, I wonder, you know, his old, his old Chuck over there smiling at her right now. I, I, you know, you know, cause now why you worried about Chuck? You supposed to be in battle. You my battle buddy. You know, you might be in danger in my life. Yeah. Wondering about old Chuck. That's good. This is what we have to consider when we're talking about going to the spirit. That's why everybody can't be your prayer partner. You know, we have, you have many people that you can pray with, but when you say I have a prayer partner, you go into, into spiritual warfare. You better have somebody who don't have a whole lot of excuses. Some people who are, uh, they're focused, that they have their mind set on the same thing you have your mind set, which is accomplishing, completing, and getting to the end of this thing. And see, sometimes that's why pastors, they, they, they end up in a lot of uh, situations because their passion is short-lived in the lives of others. What, what they've been called to, they hear the call, but nobody else hears the call. Nobody else is, is listening to the, 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 the call that God has given to them. So that their, their thing is they have to stand before the, the troop and, and announce, come on, keep encouraging them. We can do this. We can do this. We can do this. And that's why the deacons got to stop looking around when the other deacons don't show up and say, you know, if, if, if they don't show up, don't have no say about that. Because if they come and do what needed to be done is when it comes to ministry and their mind is someplace else, you, you still don't have a complete soldier. You still don't have 100% participation. And morale is a lot of things. Sometimes when you got the wrong people around that don't really want to do it and they just got excuse after excuse after, all they do is sit around and complain and kill the morale of the truth that's there. Am I touching something? Anyway, anyway, God knows. It says here in 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 verse five through verse seven, He sends 
uh, the, the one that says he just built a house, he sent him home. He said the one that uh, uh, just planned a vineyard, he sent him home. And then the one that just got his girl, he definitely sent him home. No, you go. You go get, and get married. He said, don't just go home. Go and get married. He said, because if you were to die in battle, see, you'll be sitting there wondering, am I going to die? And then, oh, Chuck going to get my girl. Or I got this land. And this is the thing. It's not that the land won't be there when you get back. Yeah, that's good. Good but your focus is not in the war.